poopy shitty poop poop story time okay um so i don't have a story for this week that's fine you've been I telling all lots. the stories i'm just you had a list of things i know that's what i'm looking at i do not come prepared <laughs> i have to look up it's either between kiss me under the camel toe <laughs> that i don't even say the other one that's or, what i want that's what you want yeah okay so this is actually a really funny story so as you guys should all know i i feel like we already know at this point i grew up in a very strict household right yes which is why i'm chaotic and sexy now but <laughs> back in the day so i saw and i think it was on like tumblr or something a post that said kiss me under the camel toe and it was around christmas time so it just literally like I was pissing myself laughing. I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. So I started saying, kiss me under the camel toe. And then I think I texted it to my friend. Listen to the story. I had to find the description of the Pay book. Attention to me. Anyways. So then, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I texted it to my friend, kiss me under the camel toe. Yeah. Haha. <laughs> We're giggling. We're laughing. So funny. So chaotic. Right? Whatever. Oh, no. Living our good life. Then my mom goes, oop, random time to search through your phone, which she did all the time. Scared the absolute bejeebies out of me. Anyway, she would take my phone, lock me in my room, and then she would go through my phone and then like what? through everything, bro. My mom only did that to me once. No, she would do it like, it was either like a once a week thing or like random. And I'm a very sentimental person. I like to keep my texts. Yeah. I mean, I learned the hard way and like it happened time and time again where I just had to like delete texts from people, like like full conversations. Anyways, and I was throwing up bangers like I was hilarious <laughs> so what so were yeah 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 you still are I know but like it just grew yeah you know? okay, okay so <laughs> my my mom saw my text to my friend that said kiss me under the camel toe this bitch was livid smashing things screaming going off so sinful so horrible blah 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 she was also mad that I was typing omg because it meant Oh my God. And we're not allowed to say, oh my God, in this house, we're not taking the Lord's name in vain. Anyways, so my funny story is that I saw a Tumblr post that said, kiss me under the camel toe. Thought it was the funniest fucking thing I've ever read in my entire life. Texted it to my friend and got beat. <laughs> Your mom did not Because she thought I was funny. like asking my friend to kiss my camel toe. And just yeah. this lady, yeah. red-faced, enraged, being like, are you asking your friend to kiss you on your camel toe? I was like, oh, I was like, no, but that's so funny. Yeah. You're like, but now that See, you I, mentioned and it. And I never made it any better because I always just laughed. I remember this one time she was so close to my face screaming at me. And I just, I just remember being like, oh my God, your pores look like, like cheetah spots. Oh my God. Like, that's so funny. But I was, that's when I was really young. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah. Ooh, we're in public then, so I didn't get beat up till later. But, but like, yeah, crazy. Yeah, she is. Yeah. I, I just, my kiss me I think it's wild, story. like, the stories that I've heard about your mom. And then, like, I mean, it makes sense that you turned out the way that you did in terms of, like, <laughs> look at How us now. How fucked up you are. <laughs> Thanks no, but, like, so <laughs> much. I got my trauma shows. I really wear it with pride. No, like, like where we're at right now, like, sitting in front of a camera talking about, like, sex stories and whatever yeah. and, like, lingerie and, like, fucking yeah. leather necklaces and whatever. And your mom was like, you can't text OMG. <laughs> like lord's name in vain lmao was another one so i had to text my fucking friends like a loser and be like lmbo laugh my butt off 
fucking humiliating. The way I would have bullied you. That's what I'm saying. And no, I but, was bullied. No, I think we actually would have been friends because, we first of all, oh, yeah. And I, like, I wasn't allowed to have a phone until grade 10. Yeah, same. That's yeah, when I got phone. my phone, it was, like, one of the slide ones with the keyboard. See, I got the slide ones earlier, and then my mom smashed it. And then I got okay. an iPhone. Did I tell you the reason why I got an iPhone? No. Oh, my God. So I was driving my brother and his friend back to his friend's house. Like, his my, whatever. Right? I ended up in Georgina, bro. What? I drove for like an hour straight. <laughs> I missed my turn. My mom's like, oh, turn at Harry Walker. That was the name of the street. Yeah. Where I was, I was going by it. It was named, you know how sometimes it changes into a different street? So or it it's a like a different name. street on each side. Yeah. yeah. So it had a different name. Drove right by it. I'm looking at every single next cross, crossing being like, damn, Harry Walker must be real far from here. Damn, I know exactly where that and is. And like, yeah. And I was literally, we passed the sign that said, welcome to Georgina. And I said, I turned to my brother's friends and I'm like, hey, do you live in Georgina? And he goes, no. (laughs) And I'm like, oof. I'm like, I think I passed it. Turned around. I don't even know how I, I found my way there Uh because I vaguely remembered like my friend who was his sister. I vaguely remember like her driving me to her house because she was older than I was. So she took this weird convoluted way and I actually kind of like kind of remembered it. That's how we ended up getting back to her house. But it took us like an hour and a half to drive to his house. And it was 20 minutes away from my house. Damn. So then I was like, hey, I should probably have a phone that has GPS. Like, yeah. Yikes. Especially because I had my G2. So I was driving by myself. Yeah. And like I had a job and like I had like I was in the choir, the church choir. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Doing them Christmas solo. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That's one more. Oh, no, I'll say. Wait, you can those. sing. Yes. Well, then I started smoking. <laughs> nice. It took a turn, you know? Um, yeah, I said, you know what? Life expectancy. You said, I'm already so well, far. I quit choir to do more dance. Cause I, You're going to say quit choir to start smoking. Well, no. <laughs> to do dance, but then okay. I got bullied out of dance. Uh, so then I started smoking cigarettes. Naturally. Of course. As you do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was bullied. I also started smoking cigarettes. I was like... Yeah, well, I'm cool, so. It's affected me ever since. Um, I was able to quit because I'm better than you. <laughs> um, actually, that said. Oh. That's fine. I don't want to finish my story anyway. No, finish it. I don't give up. No. No, finish your story. <laughs> I was just going to say the only reason I quit is because I started mixing it with weed. And then I was having wild panic attacks. And I was like, oh, can't do this shit no more. See, I just completely wiped my brain. Mm. Of like the years of my life. Yeah. With mixing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still wiped. <laughs> my my brain process still can't I'll record think things. These random stories at random times. I'm like, how did I forget that? I'm like, oh, right. the drugs. The drugs. <laughs> the drugs. Woof. Woof. Allegedly. Roll the clip. This is I think they're turned on right now. <laughs> week of september i hope you all enjoyed our absolutely wonderful amazing absolutely gorgeous stunning iconic never been done before interview with With ben we love ben also if you didn't pre-order the book immediately after uh, listening to that interview and um then you're a loser but you can also buy it now on amazon well it'll be out out tomorrow because this will be out tomorrow this is going out on the second one more day to pre-order it yes and mortal type um and if you did Ben Alderson 
by Ben Alderson. And if you didn't pick up um, what we were putting down in the interview, it's fucking great. It's really good. It is. And like, I just like Ben in general. Yeah, me too. Um, I think I bought he's... his book. <gasps> it's right here. What yeah. Or is it on this side? I think it's on that side. Sometimes things get moved. Sometimes things get moved. I don't know where it is. <clears throat> But um, yeah, I love Ben. Um, Michelle loves Ben. Uh, we hope Ben has some respect for us. I, as just, I just hope he flourishes. He does well. I am also so excited that he is announcing and talking about the third book in the series yeah. that's coming out. And I think it's well that he already has it all planned out and knows I what he's know. doing with Imagine it. Imagine being an author. Imagine. I don't even know what I'm eating tomorrow. Dude, me either. Actually, I think I have. Dave is gone eat soup <laughs> they've gone eat soup actually it might be a stew he's gonna come back and you're just gonna have withered away you're gonna be like a little scrap on the carpet well i'm planning on just like couch hopping couch hopping yeah like going to people's houses and be like oh my god for me and Dad? you're not coming to hang out with me and my friends you know what this friendship over <laughs> and you keep asking and the me podcast. To hang out tomorrow yeah some of us have a job <laughs> some of us take time off work some of us um have responsibilities my responsibility is being hot and walking around a oh, con floor i would love that the sad part is that my actual responsibilities are owning a fucking grooming salon and i want to die yeah that's true my response are really good at ignoring your, your responsibilities oh yeah here's yeah. the thing i have so yeah, many big sense. ass responsibilities that i'm like if i ignore all of them yeah no, they can't hurt me if I. <laughs> they don't my, exist. My favorite thing is like, <laughs> that sign can't stop me. I don't know how to read. Yes, that's like you all the time. I oh. love that. I aspire to be though. <gasps> I'm both the most unbothered, bothered person in the entire world, and we we're talking about this yeah, earlier. We had a whole conversation where I'm like, "Why don't you commit arson?" <laughs> and you're like, "I'm just too unbothered to do that." Yeah. I'm like, "Well, should I do it for you?" And you're like, "Ugh." I guess. I guess. But here's the thing. Someone wronged me. Yeah. All right. And it was, um, it was a huge deal. It's still a big deal. And they are not getting away with it. Well, literally only because I'm in your life. <laughs> no, exactly. Because to me, I'm like, this person means so little to me that they could either fall off a cliff or continue to like be world famous. And I do not care about them at all. You know what I mean? But because you're in my life we are now going to yeah. seek our revenge we're gonna fuck shit up we're gonna shit fuck up you know we're gonna shit fuck up bro <laughs> the thing is i have scary dog privilege yeah. so don't fuck with me or my dog will bite you <laughs> ruff, 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 ruff. that's me ruff. bark 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 bark, bark. <laughs> you know <laughs> My my dad, my brother always had this joke because they're like, you know the joke that's <laughs> oh my god no, this is a habit. You know that joke that's like, my dog knows how to talk, and they go, what's on the root or what's on the tree? Bark bark bark. Yeah. What's up there? Roof roof roof. Right. Yeah. My, my dad did that with <laughs> with my brother, and he was like, what's on, like what's on top of the house? <laughs> my brother goes shingles shingles. <laughs> And it's been a running joke for years. <laughs> so, so whenever stupid. we see a dog, we're like, shingles, shingles, shingles. <laughs> Instead of bark or roof. Idiot. I know. Your entire family so is so funny. Yeah, you're going to. Well, you know, you have met them. Yeah. Anyways, today we are reviewing. A wings. Court of Mist and Fury. That's incorrect. What? <laughs> it's A Court of Wings and Ruins. Fuck. <laughs> I pulled up the wrong book. 
God damn it. Ah, that was so Sorry. Mean, that's just the confidence. No, she's wrong. It's a card of wings and ruin. This is the third book in the Akatar series. Um, and this is where we will end until I catch. Well, actually, no. There is Frost and Starlight, but we're thinking of doing Frost and Starlight around Christmas time. Yeah. Given a little Christmas vibes. We're, we have a couple Christmas novellas that we want to kind of review um, around the holidays. Mm-hmm. So, which I don't celebrate Christmas, but I mean, like, go Jesus, you know, go off, whatever. Can I still get you a Christmas present or is that like in? It's, just, it's Yule. That's what I celebrate, which starts. I know, but like. from the 21st goes to the 26th, I think. So. It's four days. Okay, but what I'm trying to figure out is like. If you is come it, up to me and say Merry Christmas, I'll spit on you. But, like, not in a sexy way. <laughs> I need to spit sexy to me, baby. Oh, and I go, excuse me? How dare you assume I'm a Christian? Do you see this dog collar on my neck right now? And you think I'm a follower of Okay, Jesus? no, listen Yay, to me. Zeus? So how do I give you a present without it being, like, rude? Say, happy you all. Yeah, but when? Anytime between the 21st and the 26th. It could 21st? be on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. It doesn't matter to me. Okay honestly i don't care are you gonna have like a cute little yule dinner that i can come to yeah big cookies what do you do for yule oh you light a yule log dave and i had our first yule log last year it was really cute but is it like a specific day you light a log or is it different for everyone (laughs) that actually is unclear typically it's like a week celebration Mm -hmm. it's very it's giving hanukkah yeah but is it like something different every night or Um, like, I think people typically do that. It's not very structured. It's okay. the winter solstice. So usually yeah. the winter solstice is the 21st or around the 21st. Okay. It's usually between the 21st and the 26th or whatever. Um, so it's at, so the winter solstice is kind of like the Christmas, Christmas day. Okay. You could say. And then like there's celebrations of follow and okay little dancing little baking lots Cute. of food i want to come celebrate yeah, you gotta come to maban that's my favorite one. Oh, what is that's that that's pagan thanksgiving oh, oh so good that sounds really fun yeah it's that's the i wanted uh, to do solstice. i wanted to do a friendsgiving this year like um i want to do, do like for, well i'll have to see what the plans are for maban but yeah let me well, look up on the calendar we'll do it on different times because i want to do a vegan friendsgiving for all my like with all my friends because i'd say about half of my friends are vegan oh my god damn yeah it says maban starts september 21st and ends oh. september 29th oh. it is september 21st like it's fall solstice oh yeah we have to talk about my birthday by the way i have plans yeah. oh really yeah yeah the autumn equinox that's awesome. In the Northern Hemisphere, this is September 23rd, will be the autumn equinox. So maybe it's the 23rd that we celebrate. I don't know. I just so um, basically what we're trying to say with all this is that for December, we're going to be doing Christmas themed books, right? Like little novellas, because there's a couple of series and that we'll we've probably, read that have novellas. Well, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think there'll be like two ice planet christmas novellas like we yeah. do two novellas in one yeah absolutely on how long they are and how much we have to say about it yeah we'll just go with the flow hell yeah that's kind of what we've been doing up to this point i also just before i jump into um the synopsis of this book i did want to say that uh we do have someone new behind the camera today um our faithful friend gus has um taken some time off as he, he decided is. to bitch out no, <laughs> he uh he's doing two jobs right now join the club yes <laughs> <laughs> step your pussy out bro 
Um, but he's super busy and he doesn't have time to edit the podcast because it takes too long to process on his computer. Blah, blah, blah. So we have Dave stepping in as our faithful cameraman, um, <laughs> editor, Yay! light crew. Um, he's doing. He's running all the stops. We're just showing up. So if anything's different or if, whatever, it's not. This every scares time. the shit out of me every time he'll literally shoot a whole concert and be like oh my god i have no memory card in and i'm like why the fuck and he says it every time scares me every time too it's every damn same. time i get a little jolt of like it's oh a, shit it's a consistent go-to it is uh, every it's time such we- a dad joke you know what <laughs> i mean anytime we do a shoot he'll be like oh those are great shots except i have no film in the camera and i'm like can you please fuck off? Like, that's enough. Uh, Anyways, but we're good. So, yeah. um, if, if anything's different... <laughs> <laughs> I hate this man. If anything's different, it's because of Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Take your grievances up with him. No, we but... Enter email here. But, um... Honestly, though, whatever, you know? We're, we vibe. We, we ball. That's what you say, right? We ball. Fuck it, we ball. Fuck it, we ball. Um, so, don't shit on us. We're not professionals. That's shit all I have to say. on the toilet, not on us. Yes. We're not professionals. Suck my dick. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, all right. Today we're reviewing. Okay. Mr. Perry. <laughs> Frost and Starlight. <laughs> A Court of Wings and Ruin by Sarah J. Mass, um, which queen, is queen, book queen. three of Court of Thorns and Roses. <laughs> the epic third novel in the number one New York Times bestselling Court of Thorns and Roses series by Sarah J. Mass. <laughs> Let me take a sip my iced coffee get yourself ready girl you can do it okay, okay. you ready we said okay at the same time oh, it's called intuition Into- yes. <laughs> we did it again wow <laughs> this is getting trippy okay dude before i freak out Feyre <laughs> <laughs> has returned to the spring court determined to gather information on Tamlin's actions and learn what she can about the invading king threatening to bring her land to its knees. But to do so, she must play a deadly game of deceit. One slip could bring doom, not only for Feyre, but for everything and everyone she holds dear. As war bears down upon them all, Feyre endeavors to take her place among the high fey of the land, balancing her struggle to master her powers, both magical and political, and her love for her court and family. Amidst these struggles, Feyre and Rhysand must decide whom to trust among the cunning and lethal high lords and hunt for allies in unexpected places. In this thrilling third book in the number one New York Times bestselling series from Sarah J. Mass, the fate of Favor's world is at stake as armies grapple for power over the one thing that could destroy it. Um, I have a lot to say. I do too, but I also feel like there's so much to say about this stupid book. Okay, this is the thing. So starts off very iconic because I remember so finishing... Mist and Fury and being like gasp because if you guys don't remember if you don't remember the um Mist and Fury episode or you've never read the book um or you have but it's been a long time basically you know everyone's thrown in the cauldrons they're turned into face soup and then face like, soup <laughs> and then they're like oh no I'm soup <laughs> and then Feyre goes gives like um Reese you know one of those like girlfriend looks 
where she's like, fucking go along with it. Yeah. You know, like, x on the eat Yeah. Yeah. Throws a pig language. Yeah. She said pig Latin all the way. A pig Latin. That's the pig language. Oink, 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 bitch. Oink, 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 oink. A passive aggressive oink. Yes. I love a little oink. Okay, okay. <laughs> so anyways, she does a little oink to, to Reese. And he's like, okay, like, go. And then everyone's like, oh my god, Reese, how did you gonna go? And then he's like, the new hot, the high lady of the night court is infiltrating the spring court. Because she's like, oh my god, my memories, he manipulated me. Blah, blah, blah. I remember screaming, squealing, yeah. doing the hand thingy at yeah. least like, 10 times yeah. during the first few chapters of this book because she just like by she i mean sarah j mass just went bam 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 yeah, like was, all that shit yeah. that you were like gagged on in the second book one thing i will say sarah does really well is who is the um from blood and Ash? so armin trout and mass do this thing where they're very good at like building up a story building yeah. up you thinking you knowing what's going on yeah. and then like completely destroying everything you thought you knew. Yeah. I will say Armantrout is very much more um Shocker. No. Twist. Um I don't know words I'm looking for. I honestly don't know. She is build up story world building. Let me say mass is quicker with it. <coughs> that's literally literally what I've been saying. Okay, but that's not how I'm feeling like I want to describe it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it <laughs> but yes we're saying the word I want no and I think well this is the problem though is I think the first book was such a good setup and that could have been a standalone book and I would have loved it yes and then Mist Mist and Fury had like the romance that we all wanted the bad great. boy meets the oh God, broken the soul out, the soup <laughs> the soup so then the soup before the soup yeah good soup <laughs> so then um, <laughs> And then Wings and Ruin, I just found was like so many different things pelted at you all at once. And I think it started off so strong. And then I was a little yeah. disappointed by the end. Yeah. And controversial, oh my God. But like, I just felt like it was rushed at the end. And I yes. don't know if you've seen this fucking book, but it's like a thousand pages. Do you have it? No, I don't. I, don't. Okay. I read it on ebook. But it's like, like chunks, it's though. It's huge. It's like at least 700 I, pages. I feel like it's like. Um, comparable to maybe shadow or kingdom of flesh and fire yeah well it's thick it right? is and like i'm just thinking to myself self how do we get a whole novel and you gotta cram everything in in the last few minutes yeah it was one of the it's 10 percent syndrome where they yes. put everything in the last 10 percent. i'm looking at you ben <laughs> but but you know what I mean like it's very yeah last 10% and it was so chaotic and I understand maybe that was like what she was going for because it was like the whole, this whole point of the book is there's a fucking war yeah and like and I think there was so much build up with the previous war in Pritha Pyritha Pyritha um Perinthia parentheses that's what we're calling it Perth Persia why can I not remember what it's called this is pissing me off question there's a map in this right I think so yep Perithian so parentheses I was right or Prithian 
Prithian, whatever, their land. So remember how they're like, oh my God, everybody died and we're a big war. Wow, so scary. Yeah. And like, we've been under siege with Amarantha for the past 50 years. Yeah. And like, bitch just got fucking yeeted by a human. Wow. What a- Bro, and like her... All Anyways, the buildup for God, her and then King just dying. Highburn, absolute psychomaniac. Like, yeah. whoa. Which I found, I felt like King, and I think I talked about this in Mist and Fury because I feel like he was also kind of there. And Urien and King Highburn were kind of the main bad guys yeah. in Mist and Fury. Yeah, from the I beginning. I felt like he just wasn't that scary of a, like, enemy because with and i've said this before but amarantha was so chaotic and unhinged yeah that's what made her like ooh fuck like that would be a hard enemy to battle she reminded me of like uh lilith lilith like that's kind of the vibe she was giving me lilith or like the um girl from thor ragnarok his sister i'm pretty sure give me a continue your thing anyways so basically they're battling against um king highburn right Ooh, we gotta make plans. We gotta do these things. Blah, blah, blah. I think the Hella. beginning. She reminded me of like Hella. I don't know if you saw Thor Ragnarok. Uh, probably, but a long time ago. But yeah, she's giving the vibes. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, but like they, the I, I loved the beginning of this book. That's what I'm gonna say. I really liked the beginning of this book. I liked her being like sneaky at the spring court, yes. turning everybody against. That was Hamlin. such a fun. Like I thought thing. It was, it's giving very double agent, yes. sexy Charlie's Angel vibes. Like I and I loved how Lucian was on her the whole fucking time. Yes, and then we got our revenge with Anth Anth. But I Anth. also love like Lucian, 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 and um. Feyre's relationship. Yeah. Because even though he was like, you're like fucking with the court and stuff. This is what pisses me off. Is our homegirl, SJM herself, the goddess herself, just completely, at like 40% of the book, just they're like, okay, bye, Lucian. And he didn't show up till the end and he didn't even fucking do nothing. Yeah. I thought that was going to turn into like a whole thing. Yeah. And it didn't really go anywhere. No. And you've read Silver Flames. I don't know if Vasa, the like fire bird lady queen, if she has anything in Silver Flames. Just give me a yes or a no. I'm disappointed. <gasps> so no. I or don't. Like, not really. Not really. So that's the thing is I felt like it's literally such, like based because that on. That was their plan. That was the whole, literally that their entire, plan. So they literally, like, what what I will say about that book, that book almost feels like a standalone because it really doesn't further... Silver Flames, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to, like, really remember what happens in it, but most of it is just, like, Nessa coming out of her... Like, coming into her own as a person. Yeah. Um. And literally, like I told you, the first entire half of the book is insufferable and you're just in her head and about how much she hates everything. And the second half of the book, shit starts going down. And there's like a major story arc in there, but it like doesn't really have anything to do with like, it does, but. this book, now to jump right to the ending as we always do. Yeah. This book literally ended with Feyre being like, we, there's so much work to do. And then that's the end. Yeah. And we only get little like glimpses glimpses at Feyre's life I haven't read Silver Flames because the way that it ended Wings of Ruin and not to like ruin this for anybody I read Wings of Ruin and then she came out with Frost and Starlight which I get is like a Christmas novella I understand that yeah but it also like I feel like 
personally, this is just my opinion. Sarah J. Mouse fans, please don't come after me. But like, I felt like there wasn't enough of like a world and a story that has been built to just have a random Christmas novella. Like at least an ice planet, like you're having a Christmas novella because like you've already developed so much in the story. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like so many people are already made it and then it's just kind of like a little extra window into like a normal everyday life rather than just plot. But if you end one book, if I was, okay, if I finished Wings of Ruin and I was waiting for the next book and it turned out to be Frost and Starlight, do you know how fucking disappointed I would be? I see where you're coming so from. it's so random. Yeah. They have dinner yeah. and Nesta's a bitch and that's it. Yeah. But that does come into play in the next book. Like no, that. No, I get that. And the like, other thing is I understand completely what you're saying. I did enjoy the novella. I no, thought it was too. cute. But I do agree that like if you were waiting for the next book and then you got that novella and it like, doesn't give you anything. I don't know anything. why she didn't write a novella of like all of the... <clears throat> like fake kings getting together and having a meeting and, or like the, get the scene in wings and ruin where they all have the meeting was so iconic and everybody talks about that moment in like the fandom everybody loves that like meeting right when Azrael mm-hmm. tells her like um Tamlin to fuck off and like it's oh and that's when they all find out that like she's a high lady and it's like a whole thing so like that was such an iconic moment. I don't know why there wasn't a novella of more of those situations. Yeah, because, because I loved all the high fae together. I loved me that too. meeting. It was amazing. And, and I, I loved, loved the, Tamlin like talking shit and yes, throwing his shade. I love a, like, dirty he gave look. me like a you. Like you showing up and just sitting down and just waiting for your like yeah. moment. And then like <laughs> throwing your fire remarks. And you know what? That's so me when Tamlin's like, Oh, did she make those? Yeah, those little sounds she makes right before yeah. she comes. That's such. I would use that. Yeah, that's such a line, bro. Yeah. Are you joking? So good. I love being a hater. <laughs> and like, maybe that's why you love Tamlin so much because he's such a I hater. Relate. Yeah. And I love lilacs. Yeah. I have a in my in on on Etsy. I have a spring court candle in my cart. Cute lilac scented. Or I'm assuming. Oh, it smells like spring court. Which lilac was very much mentioned in there, so yeah. I'm guessing it has a lot. It's probably scent. just That's my a, favorite it's scent. It's probably just a floral scent. But you know, I don't know. I love a hater, but like a petty hater. Yeah, you know. And he was petty. He was petty. Yeah. He was like, I'm I, so mad. <clears throat> that you're fucking my <clears throat> bitch. Which, to be honest, I don't know. I would be pissed if I had to go to a fucking meeting and yeah. the dude that stole my girl is sitting there and with on- her like. Oh my god i yeah. sucked his dick before we came like you know what i'm yeah. saying i'd be too but and like from like we get Feyre's perspective but from tamlin's perspective she i i want like why doesn't she do a novella on tamlin's perspective because she like listen the first book we got to hear tamlin's side of the story and yeah. then in the second book we got to hear rizan's side of the story two completely different stories yeah. right yeah. so like why haven't we gotten like a, a little novella of tamlin being like in love with her and then getting like from his perspective ripped from her because like <sighs> I would love that. Oh my God. And he is psycho. Like, don't get me wrong. Absolute psycho. But in like, Feyre was very much like very quick to be like, oh, this ain't none of my business. And listen, like people, 
she's I, a I mean, huge I don't damage. know if people think this but like I feel like people think that like I don't like Reese <laughs> I love Reese okay I love Reese and Feyre I'm a very big love them yeah the whole vibe okay like I'm not one to I'm not saying that but I, I want a Tamlin romance too no but I want what I want is because even in this book in Rings of Word this is why I am so like steadfast on the fact that he's gonna get a redemption arc because he saves their ass three times yeah Three times. Yeah. He goes undercover in the fucking Highburn's camp and like is getting information and doing all this shit. He's doing that, right? And doesn't even care that everyone thinks he's a villain and hates on him. He's like... Keep going. Oh. I just have a point after this. And then he also helps her when she's about to fucking die. In the camp? Yeah. When she's trying to fly. Yeah. Because she's trying to learn how to fly, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) And, um... And then she's running for a cliff because she has to go because they stole, steal Elaine because Elaine's stupid. But here's my thing. Do you think that he starts falling in love with Elaine and yes. through all of this and him helping Feyre, it's him letting her go and making sure that he also protects her because he A, still cares for her, but B, now respects her as like someone that he, like someone he loves. Feyre is important to someone he loves. Yes. And this is the thing. I think it can go one or two way of two ways. These are some of my, we're moving on to predictions. Predictions. Um, either Elaine's evil <laughs> and her and Tamlin going, fuck, shut up. Yeah. Right. And she's like, oh, I've been deceiving you this whole time. Or Tamlin and Elaine fall in love. And then we have the most awkward family reunions, which I would I love. I need that. The drama, but here's bro. the other thing: it would the be drama. such drama because of Reese and Tamlin's history as well. Not like, only that, but fucking Tamlin is best friends with Lucian, Lucian, who is like mated to Elaine. What's it called? Bonded, mated, mated. Did they use mate? I think mate. I think so yeah, too. Mate. But like he, they're mated, but Elaine hasn't accepted that mating. So she is like completely ignored Lucien while also showing feeling. But she's also showing feelings for Azrael. Yeah, but Azrael is going to fuck with Gwen. Everybody knows that. Gwen. Gwen. Everyone said that. But when you read the book, you'll be like, bitch, where are they? And then you said something about Elaine kissing someone in the garden. I don't know if there's some magical book that I haven't read, well, but I, I didn't pick up on any like of that. A bonus chapter. Where? That people are getting. Where? I don't know. I've heard of a bonus chapter. At like Barnes and Nobles. I'm going to have to. Oh, copy or whatever. yeah. I'm going to have to Google all this shit yeah, because like, I don't know where these people are getting this. Anyways, from. I and then he shows up. OK, let me tell you my grievances. OK. okay? Things you don't like about it. Don't like. Big spoiler, by the way, which I'll save for the, the end. entire ending. The entire everything ending. to do with the cauldron. Everything, <laughs> everything to do with how the king died. Oh, everything just sucked. Why did we so build quick. up? What's her name with the short black hair? She's I a, know. a Amarin. Why did we build Amarin up for three fucking, two fucking books that she's this crazy, magical creature? Oh, we don't know what she is. Oh, she's from another realm. Like, ew, she's so big, scary. No. And then she's literally like a, a little ghost. No, a ghost dragon. For two seconds. Yeah. Okay, this is, the, 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 this is exactly my grievance. First of all, Fair goes through all this shit to get Braxis. Yes. To fucking come and fight with them. The I library is, monster. I think this is going to play a huge part in her. Because the next one's the last one, right? I don't know. 
I think it's going to play a huge part in the next one, though, because even in um, Nesta's book, he's mentioned they still haven't found him and they talk about him. And if they. Yeah. I thought Braxis died. No, Braxis escapes halfway through the war. The bone carver. The bone carver and his sister, the weaver, die. They're twins. I forgot about the weaver. I think they're twins. Okay, so yeah. So she gets the weaver. Yeah. Not an easy feat. No. She gets the bone carver. Yeah. Also not an easy feat. Well, the funny part is that Feyre and... um, What's his name? Azrael? No. No. Our main dude. Reese? Thank you. (laughs) Literally, there's too many names in my head right now. (laughs) Um, Feyre and Reese um, had talked about like... We're going to figure it out together. And then both went behind each other's backs and made bonds with yeah, deals. deals. So he made a deal with the bone carver, got, or not the bone carver, the um, weaver. weaver, and he got tatted from their thing. And then she made one with Braxis and got tatted from their thing. Neither of them told each other. And then during the war, they were like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, do you remember that? <laughs> they were like, where'd you get that tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> don't you see this oh, a person fucking sorry, sorry i just had to mention that because i just thought that scene was really funny yeah and it, so okay but this is my grievance okay okay let me cut you off one more time <laughs> they got braxis went uh-huh. through all this shit got the bone carver got the, got the weaver uh-huh. right you're telling me they're some of the most feared monsters in the night court and they get their ass kicked by Fey, regular, schmegular, low class Fey with swords? Yeah. Swords? It pissed me off too. I was like, okay, mm, not sure what's going on, right? Well, the scene with the weaver, he just snapped her neck. That's, That's what I'm it. Saying. That's it. Homegirl eats everybody. Like, what? It made no sense to me. And then also, like, anyway, so they're getting, all getting their ass kicks, right? Yep. They're all like, ah, fuck, we're not doing so hot. And then, <laughs> look who's coming. It's the Autumn Court. Whoa, amazing. Yay. Yay. What's that? Oh, my God, who's that? Oh, my God, it's the fucking angels flying from the hidden island that everybody actually knew about. <laughs> What's that? Oh, my God, Lucian actually got the queen. That's ma- Wait. Lucian's sitting there on his ass. It's the, who's that driving the boat? Oh my god, it's Papa. <laughs> <laughs> so, and and then I was like, oh my god, it's so dead. And I started like actually being like, wow, this is amazing. Oh, and then sorry, I forgot another one. Oh my god, it's the humans that like hate fake people. Yeah. Elaine's ex-fiance. Yeah. <laughs> what literally like born to hate the fae to kill the fae whatever the fuck they did and they're like bet <laughs> let us show you how much we hate you but also we'll fight with you anyways yeah. everybody shows up still they get their ass kicked handed to them on a platter yeah so then amarin and her spooky ass is like favor we have to get to the cauldron to like close its power or whatever the fuck it's a whole thing so then they go up the mountain okay climbing amarin goes yeet and shoves what's her face Feyre off the cauldron to like repair it or something i don't know it's cracking i'm not really sure no that was how rice dies that's how rice dies spoiler <laughs> reese fucking dies you're right you're right but she jumps in yeah and it's like deuces and i was like she oh sacrifices God. she's going to sacrifice herself <laughs> <laughs> she sacrifices herself because they needed like i don't remember what it was but it was something about 
No, she had to sacrifice herself for something. She says because she wants to like go home. That's no, why she because, jumped oh. in. But it was also to and help them, she, well, wasn't it? What? Wasn't it also to help them? Yeah, it was, was to help like, them. Oh my but God, she, was never, she was never going to go back. She was going to go back home. Yeah. And then she's like, oh my God, I'm a spooky wooky ghost. And then just like kills everybody. But I feel like she literally like took out one swoop of people and a couple other people like crouched down, missed yeah, her. Like, Duck! Yeah. And then a bunch of people missed her wrath. She can't and then lose who? Duck! She, she turned. Yes. Right. Yeah. She, she told them. Don't move when I become that creature because I can't tell I who you are. It, I'm like, oh, it's Hawk or a bat. I use echolocation. echolocation. <laughs> She's like, what? I, won't re- I won't remember you. I won't know who you are. Do-do-do. So don't move. <laughs> so she jumps in. They're all like, <clears throat> like freeze tag. And then she takes out maybe 10 people and then turns into a skipping stone across the fucking water and disappears. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, so then they're like, wow, oh my God, we won the war. But then the cauldron starts breaking apart. Yeah. And it just starts, I picture this very weird. I just pictured it like like space flowing out of it and mm-hmm. then everything just like disappearing. Anyways, I fucking the like cauldron breaking, pulling a Thanos, everything's disappearing, okay? So the Pharaoh's like, oh, I'm going to put it back together because, you know, I have to. So then she's putting it together. Yeah. Reese is holding on to her, putting it together. They're like, Wah! Like they need... Favor, if Favor had done it by herself, she was going to die. Yeah. So then rice, being the it's ricey rice, the bro. ricey rice. Rice is what you eat with chicken. That's why I'm calling him that. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Be sorry. <laughs> Feel that bad. Was a <laughs> I apologize. So ricey rice, being the little rice that he is, the little grain, he grabs on her shoulders to be like, "Let me help you. You can't yeah. die." And then they fix the cauldron. She turns around. She goes, ah, "He's dead, bro." <laughs> <laughs> so literally i'll never forget this i was on my lunch break. lest we forget lest we forget i'm on my lunch break right i'm talking to dave on the phone i accidentally flip the page of my kindle and all i see in the last line is rizand is dead and i was like and dave, i was mid-conversation with dave and i went uh i have to call you back and i literally was like hold on and i hung up and i read it Bro, the bitch comes back like two pages later. Oh, yeah. They, so it's like... They didn't even let us mourn with no, it No, they didn't bit. even let us mourn him. So but yes. she also pulled, like, Sarah J. Mass literally pulled a book one. She said copy-paste. Change the name from yes. Feyre to Rice. Yeah, so Reese dies. Yep. And then um, she's like, oh, my God. And then all of a sudden, all the high face show up. All of us out of Just fucking poof, nowhere. Here we How are. did they even show up in the first place I in the first know. book? I don't remember. No, they were all trapped there. All of them? Yes. Well, Damn. yeah. Damn. Except for like Winter Boy. But I think they like But all... it also like, I don't understand because Under the Mountain kind of sounded like a cool nightclub. Oh my God. We should open a nightclub and call it Under the Mountain. <laughs> but I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh, you guys were suffering? Yeah. yeah. Time to there was sacrifice the innocent mortals. <laughs> <laughs> They throw him in with the worm, and everyone's like, "Hey, (laughs) bro!" There is this TikTok, and this girl made it um, a a TikTok filter, and it was like, um, "Your like uh, your a quarter thorns and roses." (laughs) but chaotic and it was one of those things where it's like who's my boyfriend and it like shows a bunch of pictures 
And one of the options was like that random fae that got sacrificed by Pharaoh is like your boyfriend. <laughs> it was so funny. Another one was um uh uh the Ak- Akron sisters' dad. That was huh. too. Anyways, so oh, and also as all this is going on, Papa stabbed dead. Yeah, all he says is Nesta, I loved you since the day you were born. Dead, which I was so mad about because it was literally he showed up. Yeah. He didn't even talk. No. He showed up. He said one line and then was fucking stabbed by Highburner, I think. And then Elaine's like, Papa! <laughs> and fucking cut, chops off King Highburn's head yeah. with the Shadow Singer. Yeah. Or whatever it's called. Yeah. And slices off his head. Wow, King Highburn's dead. Amazing. That's just as Miss Armin saying, Yidus. <laughs> Yidus be. You just delete us. Yes. <laughs> Poof. Gone. Yeah. Then Reese dies. That's what I'm saying. Like this book was literally really cool. Then really chaotic. Then really like busy. Like yeah. just with the the planning of the war and trying to get everybody else in and the meetings and blah, blah, blah. And then like just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And then the book was done. Yeah. And then it's done. Yeah. And we're also forgetting um, the Weaver die or not the Weaver, the... um. The cereal dies in this one, right? Dies, gets fucking shot with an arrow. And then during like literally war, right? Cassian gets literally disemboweled. All of his organs fall out. They're holding on to his organs like barehanded trying to get him to a healer. Somehow he lives. But li- <laughs> they literally describe his, him as being disemboweled. Like yeah. they're like, your organs fell out and we put them back. Yeah. We gave you some soaps. Well, anyways, your life. But, but then what we are saying. No, no, no. Then they're screaming. They literally have a sex scene where they explain, I can tell if it was my moans or the moans of the people in pain and their tents next to us. Yeah. Bitch. But the war went on for like a little like a little while, but then all the like and climax of the war. There was like side wars. It was just it was, it was just a lot. a lot. And it was just like a lot and kind of unnecessary. And then Reese dies, and then all of a sudden all the high face show up, and they're like, I guess we'll bring him back to life. And yeah. they go, ping, there you go. Have my little, they all spit in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but it blows my mind that they did this for him after they did it for um, Feyre, and we're all like, she has a piece of our power, we must kill her. And now they're giving it to him. But I know he doesn't actually get to keep it. But in my mind, I'm like, is he still taking like a tenth of their power? I have no idea. Maybe she'll go. Maybe. Because when he comes back, he's like, don't worry, guys. We're fine. I don't have any of your power. Literally. (laughs) Immediately. How do you know that? And then she's like, Tamlin, please. And Tamlin's like, be happy, Feyre. She's like, you know, you could have just like touched him. You'd have to spit on him. Yeah, though. he literally <laughs> sucked his full cock, took his balls in his mouth. He was like, be happy, gargled, gargled his cum. He bagged himself <laughs> yeah, with Reese's dead corpse. <laughs> I'm just picturing like rice dead on the floor and everyone just giving one good. <laughs> Them back it's just like life. a train. <laughs> Pharaoh's bawling her eyes out, and everyone's like, <laughs> one after oh my another. Tam no. like comes, tickles his balls a little bit, yeah. puts a finger up his bum. Yeah. <laughs> he comes back. He's like, that was amazing. Thanks, guys, so much. But yeah, Lee literally comes back to life, and he's like, don't worry, no more extra power. How would he know? But then 
a huge spoiler for the next book. They get pregnant. So I'm wondering, like, is their baby going to be, like, supercharged? That could be. Because you only briefly meet them, right? And you know what I think as well? Um, this is complete side note. And also just now I'm talking about the next book. Sorry. Shut the fuck up. I don't care. Um, <laughs> you know how they compare uh, Feyre and Rice to Hades and Persephone? Yeah. Hades and Persephone were cursed to never like they were allowed to be together so long as they were cursed to never have kids or whatever. The whole story about Hades giving up his ability to have kids because like if they <coughs> bless you had a child, it would be so powerful. It would like overthrow um, Zeus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What if bless you. <laughs> Sarah J Mass is taking that spin and them having this kid is going to be the super powerful thing that overthrows all of the Fae lands and ends up bringing everyone together. Like I have my faith in that's my prediction. That's good. Bless you. Holy fuck, stop it. <coughs> I don't think I've ever seen you sneeze before. I think that's a lie. This feels spiritually awakening. <laughs> um, maybe not so violently, but anyways, um I think I have a booger in here. <laughs> Okay, but yeah, um, I wouldn't put put a pastor to be planning ahead like that. Anyway, I just had a flashback. I that. just think that this book was could sloppy. have been done. Yeah, it was yeah. sloppy. It could have been done better. I don't Do even you remember have any reviews. Yes, I don't even remember what happened with the queens either. The mortal queens or whatever the uh, fuck. They were just fighting, it. except for the bad ones. They hid in the mortal lands. So this person gave it a one star. Ooh, tea. Um, two o two. That's the number of times that the word mate in any of its hellish forms is used in this book. 202. Girl, don't read Ice Planet Barbarians. <laughs> this, that statistic alone should be enough to justify that one star rating. <laughs> Shut up. But you do understand it's <clears throat> like a 700 page book. Yeah. That's at least at least over 30 words. <laughs> Well, if it's 700 page book and it's spoken 202 times, that's at least like every third page or something about math. Are you fucking stupid? Once every third page. Three times How 202. How many words are I'm not saying I'm saying every third page. Oh, page. You said word. No. Third page. Every third page, the word mate would be there. Anyway, I'm not good at math. She's being mean to me. <laughs> that statistic alone should be enough to justify this one star rating. If you feel satisfied, satisfied enough to just remove yourself from this review, run with that feeling because I have like seven pages of shit to complain about. Okay, hold on. Brief pause. 700 pages is 35. Wait, ones, tens, hundreds, thousands. Ones, tens, hundreds, thousands. 10,000, 100,000. That's 350,000 words. I can't even... Ones? Tens? <laughs> hundreds? Thousands? Ten thousands? I don't, know what thousands. I don't know what you're saying right now. What That's do you mean I... hundreds of thousands? What do you... 700 page book uh -huh. is roughly 350,000 words. So you know how you read a word, right? Like I, I'm sorry, you going 100s, 200s confused the fuck out of me. That's how I can like count. What is this number off the top of your head? You can tell? 350,000. Yeah, I have to go ones, tens, 
hundreds thousands it's more confusing <laughs> to me when there's no comma because all the zeros just blend together well exactly and i'm dyslexic so i'm like wow 30, okay that's 35 great. million <laughs> like i'm not good at that so i have to do it the old-fashioned way the, the hate reviews are literally fucking paragraphs like can i just have a normal hate review um i've said this okay wait from pacing issues to awkward sex scenes that did nothing for me it was one disappointment after another this is a two-star review by the way yeah i've said this before but i really dislike masses sex scenes at her best she writes them strangely with words like branding and claiming but they were just plain icky with all the talk of mates growling and purring and the climaxing from stroking one another's wings i felt like i'd walked into two animals rutting in the mud first of all read a monster porn book and then get back to <laughs> you right um and another thing Feyre and Rizand are already mated and loved up to their eyeballs so there's no sexual tension no they won't no wi- no will they won't they which made the sex scene so boring first of all bitch they're it's, literally married they're married have you ever been married before? clearly not <laughs> What do you mean? Will they Welcome won't they? Welcome to married life. Why dog? would there be a will they won't they? There will always be oh a will God. they. Will like they, they will. Let me suck their toes. If you're yes. married, you know if that's a yes or a no. Like shut the I fuck up. Suck your toes with your long ass. I know. Toenails. Stop. I gotta cut them. <laughs> I'm cu- so long. I'm cutting them as soon as I get home. Literally, Stop. they look don't. like extensions. Per. I could. Oh, I should French tip them. You should. And then I'll that's cut them. That's actually bougie bitch vibe. I hate that. <coughs> okay uh, ba, 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 ba. she goes on to say how much she hates the sex scenes aka a bigot <laughs> i was disappointed with the writing in general to be honest mass seemed to write a lot more tell and a lot less show than usual i was especially who the fuck knows a lot more tell than a lot more show write a lot more tell and a lot less show i guess it was all like conversation. all conversation and not enough actual action but i felt like there was tons of action in this book yeah it was almost too much action yeah not enough there was too much show and not enough tell <laughs> i don't know favor was kind of undercover i thought this whole part was boring and it should have been extremely tense and exciting so she thought the part of her playing double agent was boring suck my dick emily, emily. get married and suck a dick but I think the worst thing uh, was the overall pacing. It's a long book, but I can normally sprint through Mass's works in a day. Yet here it was such a slog, especially the first half. It's taken up with a lot of character conversation and strategizing for the upcoming war with Hybern. I'm sorry, Emily. I don't know if you've ever been in a war, but you don't just fucking show up. Yeah, ask a general <laughs> before you come with your stupid you know what it's so funny because i had a lot of like dislikes about this book and i don't agree with a single thing she said no me either i was looking for hate comments because i thought maybe okay Okay, this one's a two star and it's short love that maybe i'm on crack but i was surprised to find this book better than the first two the pacing was better the side characters had more roles and personality and i appreciated that favorite and Rizand were depicted as a power couple mm. that were both supporting and challenging each other that being said the writing is still a hot mess but at least it was kind of funny um, i.e. the excessive usage of mating bonds the random gay monologue at the end the haphazardly rushed conclusion etc there's a gay monologue um, I rem- yeah, the, um, what's her name? Um, Morgan, Mor- Morgan. 
The Morgan. The Morgan. She's, She's gay. Gay. Yeah, that comes up in um, Nessa's book as well. Yeah. Nesta? Homosexual. I've been calling her Nessa the whole time. Her name is Nick Nesta. Nickname my daughter of the Loch Ness His Monster. monster. <laughs> there was a pri- There was a screening of that. They did all four movies. I literally five. know exactly which TikTok you're talking about. I can't about. believe we weren't there. It wasn't even in Canada. We should have flown. We should have. I actually don't like any of the movies. They're so stupid. But like, like I watch them for fun. I'd watch them for fun. At least once every other year, I binge. Like I literally, I start watching the first one for shits and gigs, and then I go whoop, and I'm sucked in, and I cannot stop until I've watched all of them. Like I will stay up until four or five in the morning binge watching them. I, I was babysitting. And the family I babysat for had this sick-ass, like, streaming service. Uh-huh. That's where I watched them. That's sick. While the children were napping. Damn, bitch. That's where I also watched Juno. Please, my parents boss would never me. let me watch Oh, my stuff. God. <gasps> Speaking of movies our parents would never let us watch, I don't remember if I've told this story, but one day my friend and I, in art class in high school, were talking about our favorite movies. I don't know what you would describe Rocky yeah. as. Um, yeah, yeah, whatever. Rock, it, rock drag. I don't fucking know. <laughs> rock and drag bro rock and drag yeah um so she saw my mom being the she saw the cover it was like just on my table i wasn't fucking trying to hide it she came downstairs throwing shit screaming you know what this is this is erotic on it you know what erotic means at this point i'm like 16 17 i'm like yeah i know what erotic means yeah i found porn at a young age <laughs> i've been watching porn since i was 12 on your computer babe why do you think the internet's so slow viruses dog we went through three computers when i was a child <laughs> they never caught on never my parents, they never even used the computer, though. I had a laptop that I hid in my room and um, lied and said I was just playing Sims. Really? I was flicking the bean? <laughs> that computer was so slow. It took like eight years to turn I had on. two laptops and three house computers. And <laughs> you busted them all. <laughs> Someone had to bust. <laughs> Might have bought me the computer. But uh, <laughs> lots of anime porn, my friends. <laughs> love a good head tie um lots of regular porn too <laughs> yeah <laughs> no more flashbacks i was in a bunk bed and i like tucked my like blanket in so it was like a little screen could you imagine just like you have like a little projector you know the tiny projectors they sell and yes. you don't realize that your sheet is see-through and your parents come in and kiss you goodnight and it just ah! <laughs> I never had the sound on. Right, you said that. I listened to that shit with my AirPods on. <laughs> I know, and I think it's just like it's it's the religious trauma and the guilt. If it's too fake, like I hate it. Yeah, it, that's my problem too. Is it's it just takes me out of the fantasy. Like I'm I hate like, the lesbian pornos. Like, You're lying. Those lesbian pornos where the girls like lick in the girl's ass cheek and both of them are like, no, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, baby. It's like, you're not, that's not erotic. You're not moaning. I remember someone could be like upon this horrific <laughs> lesbian porn and the girls are using the heels of their shoes and they're like, Eah! and I'm like, bitch, I know that I don't feel good. And I know coats? you're lying. Yes. That's just. I'm like, this is that made hurts. for a man. Yes. I don't want to watch no lesbian porn made for a man. Me neither. Fuck that I've man. I tried to explain this to Dave. And it's he, so it's, different. It's very, like, I just think 
you wouldn't know unless you were like a girl. I guess so. Or you had a cooch. Listen, I'm not listening to any lesbian porn where the girls are going, "Mm, yeah. (laughs) Not a single one. You know how fake that shit is? Yeah. I don't, I don't make a single. I can't really, (laughs) I can't really um, talk about this conversation because I have had the volume down at zero. I will talk all the shit because there's like literally once I start watching a porn video like that, suddenly I'm doing research. I'm like, mm, so that's what they, that's what the men want on my OnlyFans. Okay. I could, I think I could literally record a video just going, mm, yeah. And people would be like, this is the best porn I've ever heard. Yeah. It's just a black screen of you like doing these super fake porn on more. Well, yes. I'm really good at it. Like, <laughs> I know. I just heard I'm so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> that's the worst. That's when, you know, when everybody starts doing that whole like, thing drives me fucking oh yeah nuts. i'm literally like it makes me cringe yeah. especially because kids do it and i'm like my when i was growing up my friend used to make porn noises but like we would be like thir- 12 11 13 i don't know how old we were and she yeah. would always do it because it made me cringe so hard yeah i hate See, it when we were chaotic and stupid as kids you would just play the penis game where you start saying penis, penis. and each person penis 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 penis, penis. And, and you would start it at like, the mall. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. Or you'd be in the mall and someone would just so go. In- I hate children. Same. Like that's just so between the ages of like nine and 14. I don't think fucking talk to me. I think you should be allowed to abort. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Controversial time with me later. I think you should be allowed to abort up to age 17. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, have you ever heard of the fire? I'm bringing you to the fucking firehouse. Fire fire, fire station. Leaving <laughs> you the there. Fire, the ha- I'm setting the house on fire and leaving you in it. <laughs> oh my God, they're the worst. I hate that age. Anyways. Um, any all this reviews? being said, no, fuck the reviews. Give me your review. What would you rate this book? Uh, it's, uh, it's so hard to rate this book because... To be fair, really enjoyed it. I want to say that I give it a 3.5 because the only only qualms I had with it was the ending. Yeah. So, and I don't want to give it a four. I give it a 3.5 as well. Yeah. I think that's what I originally gave it. Like, I remember being I think like, I rated it on Goodreads out of five because I was so, like, <laughs> in the series. The I love this book. Sarah J. Mass could do no wrong. Oh, I didn't rate it at all. That's okay. But I, I love I love the characters. Yeah. I love the way that no, they talk to I, each other. I love I loved the first half. I feel like if I reopened this book and started reading it again, I'd be like, I fucking love this book. You know what I mean? And then I would get to that little end bit. It's just it, that I little end the, bit. It, I think it's the first 80% of the book is great. And yeah. And the last 20%. And just the way it ends and then just how it doesn't pick up right from there because we had the first book and it picked up right from there. Yeah. And then we had the third book second book whatever the fuck i'm trying and to say and honestly everything feels dropped once you start yeah, nesta's that's book what i'm saying and we're left with so many questions and like the they're like oh we got a lot of work to do and <laughs> and like literally it's so i feel like she also like changed who pharaoh was mm. because pharaoh was so much like oh like i don't need this i don't need that when we start in this next book nesta fucking hates pharaoh because like she's so like materialistic all of a sudden like they have like this yeah they get the house That's well a novella. 
Oh, okay. That they start to and it's, that they pick to. So it's a gift from um, Rice to Farah to get the house, and he says, "You get entire creative freedom. Do whatever you want." Yeah. And she like like builds this entire mansion yeah. there's all these floors she has a huge like garden thing and like it just doesn't seem like her like they walk in and it's like like mansion mansion yeah and it's like but she was poor and now she's a material girl it's just like weird like i feel like her yeah. character changed so much and then she be like now she's powerful and stuff and i feel like yeah she's bad bitch but now i just kind of feel like i don't know I liked, I liked having Nesta's perspective, I think, just because if I got more of Feyre, I'd be a little sick of her. I'm at the point in this series where I don't... You know how there's people who are so die-hard Akatar fans? Mm. Like, making TikTok point-of-view comedy skits. Like, they're oh, yeah. obsessed I just don't have that spark in me anymore. I think I it's had just it. because no, me too. While I was reading it, yeah, in there, yeah. I was like, I get the hype. But like now, I feel like I'm more, and I don't know if it's just because I've been like reading so many more different books, yeah, by so many different authors, and I have so much more interest in like other characters and like other story developments, and maybe because like we're reading books that aren't like finished yet, or not finished series yet, or books like um. Uh, ice planet that are so in depth and so like long and like yeah. i don't know there's just like like how can you pack so much more development into such a short book with the ice planet books that's what I'm saying. yeah and like i don't know and i just i don't know like, it, it felt it felt unfinished show. oh me it, too it did it did feel that's actually a good way to put it it felt unfinished it felt a little bit rushed and it felt like and I understand that Sarah J. Mass was also writing the Crescent City second book and everything ties together. So, like, I don't know if it ends up, like, getting, like, if she's just world building. In a, it almost feels like she put a court on a back burner to focus on the Crescent City series mm. just to, like, all tie it in together at the end. But, like... I don't know. But I, I also like, tell I people. Like, I understand she had, like, multiple things on the go. That's what I'm yeah. going to say. But I do also tell people, like, A Court of Thorns and Roses is, like, one of my favorite series. I do really, really love it. And I've been telling people it's one of my favorite series. But I think now, like, that it's been a while since I've read it, I am starting to feel a little bit of that, like, eh about it because when i was in it i was like this is the best series no, ever and like i would still recommend it like I don't, oh yeah absolutely i love the series but it's just it's not giving blood and ash for me, no and especially I was, like, obsessed with blood and ash well also but like also for, people uh, fell off blood and ash too well you're always gonna fall off of like something you're obsessed with especially if, when it's something as easy as books that once it's kind of closed you don't you can't it's not like a tv show that you can just kind of put on in the background and be like oh i love these characters still you know what i mean yeah you have to like reread a series but at the same time i'm thinking about like books that i read as like a teen even like hunger games mm. that shit stuck with me for a same. long time same and until they made the movies and i'm like ah fuck you know what i mean but like because yeah movies, uh, but yeah. like i've rewatched that series like seven times though the movie i like the movies but I, it just took out the like book yeah like you know, you read I want to reread that series so bad. We should. We should, and then we can talk about it on the podcast. Have you guys ever heard of this book series? <laughs> you hungry? It's pretty cool. Um, Apparently, they made a movie. 
me about it. But even with like Nesta's book, it kind of felt like Sarah was done with Feyre. With Feyre, yeah. And like their story and like where they were at in the universe. And, because like, she started like... such an intense moment. Yeah, and then it ends with like her and Rice like fucking flying into the sky together and just being like, ah. right? Or is that the second book? I don't know. But like regardless, then we get the novella where we get like a little peek and it seems like it's like Shh, don't talk about the novella. Sorry, it's enough for, in the future. It's enough in the future that you're like, okay, so we're just over this whole war thing and then we skip forward again and honestly Nesta's character as annoying as she was is so well done and she is such an in-depth character well, and, and I think that's the thing <clears throat> is she just dropped Feyre. Yeah. And then apparently she's dropping Nesta for Elaine and Elaine's getting her own book. Yeah. But like well, Do you Nesta, feel like you would need, want more story from... No, it was good. No, but here's the thing about that book. It was becoming my absolute favorite in the series. And then she did the 10%. Yeah. Literally built up a character, like the main villain, so high just for it to all crumble in two pages. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck did I read this book for? They made a joke out of so, or they, she made a joke out of so many of the things that she's been building since book one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, on one hand, I guess it shows how powerful Nesta is. But on the other hand, it's like, but like, no, I don't know. Cause Anyways, I, they, they do the same thing in Marvel. The, yeah. Yeah. Marvel character. Oh. They do the same thing with Marvel characters, like with, um, Wanda and all this stuff they like well, build up I, her character and, I dis- and then- personally I dislike that trope where it's like woman becomes powerful Rah, I'm powerful oh my god I suck at this and then all of a sudden when push comes to shove she's like actually I can kill everybody zap yeah and you're kind of like like I've seen it before I'm sick of it there's so many other things you could have done with the character and I'm hoping that Elaine's story is different but if she's following the track she's followed with the other two sisters it's the same sob story of, oh, I don't know how to use my power. And then all of a sudden she's going to figure out how to use it. And she's going to be the most powerful fucking future telling bitch ever. Yeah. Well, that being said, how, what did you think of the book? Let us know by sending us a DM on Instagram at lewd literature or email us at gmail at, ooh, lewd literature at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Or you can tweet at us at lewd underscore literature on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. I already said. Follow us on Twitter. You said DM us. You can also follow us on TikTok, where oh, yeah. I have been logged out and I can't log back in. And that sucks because she's the funny one. I know. She's got the juice and the funny. Well, and I make TikToks. <laughs> I'm an unbothered, bothered bitch, okay? Um, uh, at Lude Literature, by the way. <clears throat> well, adios. <laughs> To victory! Savalor! Can't kill me at our car!